Talk Radio. Dr. David Martin was recently a guest at the European Union and laid out the timeline for the biggest democide in recorded history. You can see the full video on band.video. This is my short edit. Coronavirus was identified in 1965 as one of the first infectious replicatable viral models that could be used to modify a series of other experiences of the human condition. What's particularly interesting about its isolation in 1965 was that it was immediately identified as a pathogen that could be used and modified for a whole host of reasons. In 1966, the very first COV coronavirus model was used as a transatlantic biological experiment in human manipulation. And in 1967, we did the first human trials on inoculating people with modified coronavirus. The common cold was turned into a chimera in the 1970s. And in 1975, 1976, and 1977, we started figuring out how to modify coronavirus by putting it into different animals, pigs, and dogs, and that became the basis for Pfizer's first spike protein vaccine patent filed, are you ready for this, in 1990. And in 1990, they found out that there was a problem with vaccines. They didn't work. It turns out that coronavirus is a very malleable model. It transforms and it changes and it mutates over time. As a matter of fact, every publication on vaccines for coronavirus from 1990 until 2018, every single publication concluded that coronavirus escapes the vaccine impulse. In 2002, the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, patented, and I quote, an infectious replication defective clone of coronavirus. And that work, patented at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, mysteriously preceded SARS 1.0 by a year. In 2005, this particular pathogen was specifically labeled as a bioterrorism and bioweapon platform technology. And from 2005 onwards, it was actually a biowarfare enabling agent, its official classification. We have been lured into believing that EcoHealth Alliance and DARPA and all of these organizations are what we should be pointing to. But we've been specifically requested to ignore the facts that over $10 billion have been funneled through black operations through the check of Anthony Fauci and a side-by-side ledger where NIAID has a balance sheet and next to it is a biodefense balance sheet equivalent dollar-for-dollar matching that no one in the media talks about. Poised for human emergence in 2016 at the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, such that by the time we get to 2017 and 2018, the following phrase entered into common parlance among the community. There is going to be an accidental or intentional release of a respiratory pathogen. Seven months before the allegation of patient number one, four patent applications of Moderna were modified to include the term accidental or intentional release of a respiratory pathogen as the justification for making a vaccine for a thing that did not exist. 
The intent was to get the world to accept a universal vaccine template, and the intent was to use coronavirus to get there. This was premeditated domestic terrorism stated at the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences in 2015. Does that sound like a bat and a pangolin went into a bar in the Wuhan market? This is an act of biological and chemical warfare perpetrated on the human race. See the full video at band.video. On this Memorial Day weekend, let us remember our friends and family that we've lost in this war against we the people being waged by our own government. And let us never rest until there is justice. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Ladies and gentlemen, Owen Schroyer here, the host of the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com, coming to you in a recorded message because I will be off air the next two days, Thursday and Friday, dealing with legal allegations stemming from activities on January 6th and dating back to even 2019. And so on Thursday, June 22nd, I am going to be traveling and speaking to lawyers and getting ready for court, which will be on Friday, June 23rd. I want to thank the special guest hosts that we have lined up hosting the war room for me while I'm out. I also want to give a big thanks to the audience and everybody who has given me words of encouragement and support over these years. And to that, I will say we will see you on Sunday. The poorest way to face life is to face it with a sneer. There are many men who feel a kind of twisted pride and cynicism. There are many who confine themselves to criticism of the way others do what they themselves dare not even attempt. There is no more unhealthy being no man less worthy of respect than he who either really holds or feigns to hold an attitude of sneering disbelief toward all that is great and lofty, whether in achievement or in that noble effort which, even if it fails, comes to second achievement. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again. Because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions? Who spends himself in a worthy cause? Who, at the best, 
knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the War Room. I am your host, InfoWars Rob. I would like to thank you, thank everybody for tuning in today. And I do want to give a big shout out to Owen Troyer. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for him, a lot of people wouldn't be out on the streets doing what they do. And it's all he's ever done is tell the truth and try to save this country. So I could go on and on about Owen and how innocent he is, because at the end of the day, he's innocent. He stood on the Capitol steps amongst a bunch of other patriots. And I just want to give a you know a quick prayer for Owen. And everybody, if you could, just join me in this so he knows that we have his back. God, will you please bless Owen? Help him through these times. We know he's innocent. We have his back. And I just want to, with all my heart, put all the energy into making sure everything comes out as positive and as good as possible for Owen. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, I have a packed show for you today. I'm very, very blessed to be here. Infowarstore.com. I would not be here without Infowarstore.com. Owen Schroyer, Alex Jones, and actually, this bone broth today. I got you some bone broth. I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I am on bone broth and coffee right now. I am so ready for this show. I'm going to do three hours. I'm going to try to do, be like Owen and go work out after this, and then go to my night job. That's what I'm going to do. And I would not be able to do this without anything from InfoWarsStore.com. With that being said, I'd like to bring in my next guest. Actually, my first guest. This is another man who's in the arena. This is another man who's out there doing what a lot of people are scared to do. And that man is Anthony Rubin. Anthony, thanks for joining us today, brother. How you doing, man? Good to finally talk to you. I know, man. It's been a while. We've been behind the scenes and, you know, talking to each other. And now, you know, we get to actually, you know, be... I'm in the seat and I get to, you know, actually talk to you and break down all your new findings, man. And what you, you know, we were talking, we were texting yesterday and what you had was some, you know, pretty damning evidence. And I really want to start um, kind of with some humor with you, man, because what we're going to get into is pretty serious. And guys, I believe it is clip number two. Our border walls racist. I came across this clip the other day and, oh man, like these are the people we have to go against. And this is, this is the ideology that we're fighting. So, um, clip number two, please, guys. Do you think that so, border walls are, are racist? Do I think what? Border, border walls, walls are, are Oh, like hell a, yeah. Oh, God, yes. Border walls are the Like are any evil. type of border? Yeah. I'm not a real fan of borders mm-hmm. in general, no. I'm curious. What do you guys think of this border right now? Um, I think that's a little... Okay, right. That's a very good question. That's a really good so, point. This is a good border to keep out white supremacists, uh-huh. among others. Um, Would you say that borders in general are racist and discriminatory or what's your opinion on that yeah and yeah um, border would you border that border wall would you would would that be something you would support yeah um yeah Mm -hmm. i don't believe that he would do that but yeah i think this place right here is a really clear example of what it could look like 
Trump's border wall policy. Do you think that's a manifestation of, of white supremacy? Or? Yes. The issue with building walls is that um, it changes that space and um, just like having a physical barrier automatically like worsens the situation yeah, and worsens the divide. And yeah. There's a border right there, actually. Yeah. I was wondering, do you guys feel like that changes this space? Or would you guys feel like that's, this is kind of a different no, case scenario? No, I think it's or? trying to keep the like, negative thing, yeah. people out. Uh-huh. Uh, I yeah. think it changes the space positively. Yeah. I see. I it see. gives us our own like space to celebrate. Gotcha. Yeah. And, like, and, a people, designated and people space understand the purpose of that wall. They make the safe space available for them. Why? Why is... They're okay with walls and borders when it comes to their safe space, but when it... When it comes to America, they don't want America to have a safe space. Anthony, how do you feel? How was how that making that video? How, how do you? Yeah, man, break that down for us. So I took that. That's probably one of the favorite videos I ever took. I took that in, quote unquote, George Floyd Square. That was in uh, Minneapolis. That was the place where George Floyd uh, died. And they turned into this whole communist occupied zone where they literally walled off the streets and it was at this uh this intersection and so there's four streets leading up or two streets crossing uh four ways to get in right it's just a two-way intersection and they walled off all of the ways into this uh area and they called it george floyd square and it was like that for over a year with a giant communist clenched fist in the middle it's absolutely incredible i mean you guys could go on my youtube channel and check it out inside george floyd square uh that was a pretty cool one to shoot but the bottom line is these people just have no idea what they're talking about and you know what the irony is maybe not irony that might not be the right word but um i guess the funny thing is these same people if they realized what was going on and how the policy at the southern border actually affected them in reality these people would go hardest against it these are the same people that go ahead and, and they could be spurred to action by some propaganda piece that they see on cnn to go you know loot a walmart or burn down a shopping center if they realized what was actually at play here these people would go the hardest against it but they don't right and they've been duped and that's what you see in this video what's amazing to me is they are it's like they're four borders but only when they want them it's kind of like they're overlords rules for thee are rules for thee and not for me and it's it's, right. it's amazing like she said that border wall is lit like it's going to keep out the white supremacist like in that time it is so wild that they actually think a white supremacy is just running wild everywhere it really, really blows my mind that they, they ever got that ideology. All right, Anthony, on the other side, we're going to get a little more serious, man. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on at the border from Mexico to China. And I really want to focus on this this Chinese military and how they're, they're ramping up to, you know, for who knows what reason. But ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Rubin, and I'll be back on the other side. A lot of people have asked me, why is InfoWars Store? at InfoWars Life, not at a probiotic for more than three years. And the answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics, it's something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic. I think you're going to have an amazing effect 
and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high-quality formula, and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. Two of our best-selling nootropics, or brain boosters, are now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And for a limited time, they're 50% off when you get them together or 40% off when you get them individually. Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra. Two separate formulas. They both give you good, clean energy without the crash. One is a four to six hour good base of clean energy, again, with no hangover or letdown. And the other is a very special proprietary formula, that's Brain Force Ultra, that hits really, really quick. And I love it. It wears off in two to three hours. So if I've got to work at night but don't want to stay up all night, I can take it at, say, nine o'clock at night. got to stay up till midnight working, doing a radio interview or something, and boom, or, or, or writing an article or writing a book, and then I get two, three hours of energy, and then you go right to bed after it. Brain Force Ultra, Brain Force Plus, both 50% off by themselves or 40% off individually. A lot of people love these products. They've got five-star reviews. But if you haven't tried them, you really should. 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. What made this nation so wonderful? It was because men and women had prayer meetings. They raised their children in the fear and the admonition of the Lord, and the Lord blessed America. Most of us in this house today were born into a country that was greatly blessed of God. But you are beginning to see his hand withdraw from this country, and the blessings will be taken away. Look, we need a reset. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we need a reset. I'm going to keep saying that. We do need a reset, but not theirs. We need our reset. We need to bring back America. We need to bring back God. We need to bring back confidence. We need to bring back men. We need to bring back women. We need to get back to actually living in reality. So... Our border situation is a crisis and it has been a crisis for a long time. And things are getting crazier and crazier by the day. This was from three days ago. Migrant smuggler leads Texas troopers on a high speed chase and stolen big rig. They love to use big rigs because they can get the most amount of people in there. They really, really can. And the last 96 hours of the border has been insane, insane. This is from Chief Raul Ortiz, the Border, Port, the Border Patrol Chief. The past 96 hours, seven agents assaulted, 13,000 apprehensions, 3,000 gotaways, 549 migrants removed, 771 turned over to ICE, 92 prosecutions, 218 pounds of marijuana, 29 pounds of meth, 15 pounds of heroin, 12 pounds of cocaine, 5 pounds of fentanyl. Yes, the list keeps going. 166 rescues, 54 vehicles seized, 4 guns, and 3 sex offenders. That is insane. And this is just 96 hours? Imagine that times, what, 5 years, 6 years, 7 years? It's it's really unacceptable. We're not going to have a country pretty soon. My biggest problem right now, honestly, is the Chinese military. And they're getting closer and closer to America, starting in Canada. 
And I mean, I have headline after headline. Why Ottawa let Chinese forces attend military sciences meet in Canada? Confirm Chinese troops on Canada soil. China amassing tens of thousands of troops in Canada. Justin Trudeau upset over canceled invite to Chinese troops. Canadian soldiers are no longer uh, training Chinese troops. So all this stuff, ladies and gentlemen, I, I really it blows my mind. Anthony Rubin, please fill us in on everything that you found out lately. And I know you have a big report coming out that, you know, you need to finish translating. But please break break down what you've seen and how this is going on. Sure. I mean, there's a lot there's a lot there. So let's just start with the implosion of the southern border, irrespective, totally detached from China. Right. Uh, Whether or not they're Chinese or if they're from Uzbekistan or if they're from Nepal, doesn't matter. One thing I keep hearing, and in that tweet that you shared from that Border Patrol agent, whom I, uh, I I follow his work and I respect, but this word that keeps getting thrown around is the word migrant. That keep, we keep on referring to these people as migrants. And I'm not sure when we started using that term instead of illegal alien, but I'm going to continue to say this. The appropriate term is illegal alien. Whoa, whoa, and I'm not whoa. Trying that, to that's, that's racist, sir. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> that is racist. No, they, <laughs> they, they changed that terminology just, so, just to make people feel bad. All right, sorry for interrupting. Continue, continue. No, that's that's right. That's right. And that's global warming became climate change. Right. Illegal alien became migrant. But that's the appropriate term. I mean, the word migrant is just misleading. It's as if it's a seasonal thing, like the migratory bird that goes south for the winter and then comes back up north. I mean, no, these are illegal aliens. The people, for example, I'll show you this right here. So I was down in uh, Yuma, Arizona last month and along the banks of the Colorado River. Uh, you see all of these cards. This is a temporary asylum card uh, that's given out in Mexico. And the U.S. law right now is, even if the, even under the Biden administration, if you have one of these cards, if you've been granted asylum in Mexico, you need to stay in Mexico. You can't then just come to the U.S. because you'd rather be in the U.S. So what happens is these people, these illegal aliens, get to uh, the shores of the U.S., they cross over the Colorado River, and they just drop these right there. And then they walk right up to Border Patrol and then we let them in and they claim asylum and then they're in the country probably permanently, right? So that's not a a migrant. If it was just somebody that was migrating, right, or or seeking asylum, trying to get away from hardship or government oppression, they could stay in Mexico. But they're coming here because they have been weaponized. And I'm not even necessarily blaming a lot of these people that are coming up here. They've just been misled. But we have uh, the UN, we have Agenda 2030, and we have the IOM, who's the migration arm of the UN, who is pushing this and promoting this to other various uh, NGOs and um, international organizations, such as the Red Cross. Here I have a map that's printed out by the Red Cross. This is handed out down in Panama, and this details exactly how to get up to the U.S. I mean, it's, it's a full map straight up through Central America and Mexico right up here. So it's all planned out. Now, if we're talking about China, when I was down in the Darien Gap, which is the strip of land that connects uh, Colombia and Panama, and I mean, on a larger scale, it connects North and South America. You can see these videos here that I took. There are, I would say, hundreds every day of military aged Chinese men heading up here. Um, I made contact with a few of them there. And within two weeks after I left, they were here in the United States. One of them I've been in close contact with over the last couple of months. He was here in Los Angeles, who's actually been feeding me um, direct intelligence, any intelligence that he has on the matter. And it's absolutely incredible what I'm hearing. Uh, for example, I haven't yet released this, but I'll give you guys just a little preview, I suppose. Um, I have right now in my possession a long document. It's 173 pages in Chinese. I'm working on getting it translated. 
And it details, it, this is circled around in their uh, their groups, their, their WeChat groups or whatever they use to communicate when they're on the quote unquote migrant route up to the US. And this document that I have here details exactly how you navigate from China to South America and then all the way up to the United States. And it includes everything from the route to what you say to the smugglers to uh, what you say when you get to the US and you claim asylum. It's absolutely incredible. So it's a whole process and um, totally pre-planned. And yeah, I mean, th that that's just detached from the Chinese military and the CCP itself based in China, who could then, of course, weaponize these people against us at pretty much any point that they wish. See, that's, that's my biggest issue is that they can do this whenever they want. They feel like they can mobilize these people, their, their forces. And that, that's one of my, my, one of my biggest questions here is why, why are they leaving? Do you, do you have you, have they told you why are they leaving tyranny? Are they just trying to take advantage of, you know, everything we have to offer because their life might be a little bit better. Do, 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 has anyone, has any of them actually given you a reason why they're, they're fleeing China? Yeah, that's the reason that you get. For example, in this document that I have here in the introduction, it says, you know, my name is such and such. Uh, I fled from China because I was being persecuted for going to a protest. And so, so then I left. And here's my instruction manual, basically, on how to get to the United States. Um, some of the other people I talk to, it's basically the same story, right? They, they don't like the CCP and they're leaving. That being said, though, if these people were nefarious actors and they were spies and they were any good, I wouldn't know if they were spies, would I, right? I would just take this story and I would buy it and I would come on here and I would tell you, yeah, they're just fleeing the CCP. The true answer is I really don't know. I mean, I could take them at their word. And I also will say that some of these people that I've met that I've been in touch with, I would give the benefit of the doubt, and my gut tells me that they're probably good people. But with hundreds of people coming over here every day that are military-aged Chinese males, and then you extrapolate that out months and years, I mean, just by statistics and averages, there's certainly going to be people over here that are loyal to the CCP. And I mean, we're See, smart that, enough. That's, we that's my biggest issue right there. Uh, we'll be back with Anthony Rubin on the other side. More Chinese military troops in America. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect in the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But... Women like pink labels, men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula, and it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information. It's 50% off for a limited time. So get your super female vitality for men and women at InfoWarsStore.com right now for 50% off, and it funds the InfoWar. Super female vitality, 50% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. I was born in the red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue. I don't know what all that means to you. 
But for me, it's about family and liberty in our Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's about family and liberty. And that's what I do not want to get taken from us. They're taking advantage of us as hardworking Americans. They're turning us into slaves that they have to fund their operations, fund all the evilness that they want to do. And we're at the helm of producing all the money for them to do it. Not to mention they just print out whatever they want. But that's a whole other story. All right, let's get back to the Chinese troops amassing all around America and we're just letting it happen. Anthony Rubin is my guest and he has, you know, dropped some great bombshells so far. And like I said, my biggest issue with all of this is you were a hundred percent right that these aren't migrants. They're not migrants. They're migrating. Migrating's come and go. These are people seeking asylum who are here to stay. So with all the Chinese troops and, Yes. Okay. You said you you don't know you don't know what their true intentions are. If there were spies, they wouldn't be telling you the truth. But you know, you say you, you can fill out. I mean, us as human beings can fill out a lot of people and fill out a lot of energy. So with the people you've talked to, you know, they're fleeing China. I think this is kind of come around to kind of bite them in the ass, like like cancel culture and all. You know, a lot of these programs that they institute that end up turning or going to three hundred and sixty and turning around on them. So what if all these people really are fleeing China? And why do why does the America think that they're going to stand for the same thing that they're going through over there? That doesn't make any sense to me. And I, I have really have hope that these people will when it's time for them to mobilize. We're like, man, I kind of like this place. This is so much better. And at least that that's what I'm hoping for. What about you, brother? How do you how do you think this is going to turn out? And where are most of these people coming from in China? Yeah. Well, you know, if we're looking at this optimistically, I certainly hope that that's the case, right? That when, you know, when uh, uh, the CCP tries to mobilize some of these people into action, they've just been totally mesmerized by, you know, the American disco music and Mm -hmm. some of our luxurious pizza and our cheeseburgers and whatnot, that they just decide not to go with the plan. Uh, That would be great. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. What exactly was your question? I'm sorry, you finished off with... No, no, uh, yeah, with optimism. And uh, my next question was, where are most of these people coming from? Like what parts of China? All over. It's all over China. Co- what parts in China? I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not too familiar with the layout of China that it would make any difference if they told me. I mean, okay. Yeah, I, I'm not too sure unless it was a major city like Shanghai or something. Yeah, yeah. The reason, um, but they're coming from all over the world. Yeah, and the reason I ask that is because when you see these these migrants coming over, it's the same thing in Mexico, but you see more of them the the foreigners from China that some are dressed nicely. You know, some of the, you know, other Latin countries, they come over, they are well-dressed. You can tell they didn't go through the Darien Gap. You can tell they didn't go through a rough past. Some of them have even had animals, and they've been reconnected with their animals on the other side of it. Like, that doesn't even happen in America half the time. You lose your dog, you're like, you're SOL. So do you think that they're they're the same routes? you think that they're coming from different? I mean, obviously, there's different routes. But do you think that certain cities are are sending have certain you know contracts with the government to send them in a certain way, or how do you how do you explain you know how some are so dressed you know some are are coming from money and some aren't? Yeah, that's a good question you asked there about the money. Um, you know, when I was down in the Darien Gap, you talk to these different people, you see the Chinese coming through, you see the Venezuelans coming through. We could just start with that contrast right there between the Chinese and the Venezuelans. 
So they go through the Darien Gap, right? They leave Colombia, they go through the jungle, they pop out in Panama. And then they're in these refugee centers uh, that are run by, basically run by the UN. And um, the from there, in order to get across the country of Panama to then get it to Costa Rica, you have to board a private bus that costs 40 bucks. Now, the Venezuelans, a lot of those people don't even have two pennies to rub together. And they actually end up getting jobs while they're there. And they're allowed to leave the camp during the day, go make some money, and then uh, come back to the camp. And they'll actually be earning money while they're there until they can afford a bus ticket to leave. Whereas the Chinese, what they were doing when we were there is they would cross over. They would exit the Darien Gap. And then they would actually hike through the night, not to the first refugee center that they could stop at, but they would actually hike through the night along these, uh, basically Highway 1, which is the main route that connects uh, Panama all the way up through uh, Central America, Mexico to the U.S. They would walk up Highway 1 to the northernmost refugee center because they wanted to expedite their process. Then they would be in there for one night and the very next day they're boarding these private buses and they're out of there uh, and they're up in Costa Rica. And they were getting to the US quick. And I mean like less than two weeks from Panama to the US, absolutely incredible. So yeah, I mean, a lot of these people have a decent amount of money. And I mean, just think about the individual that I'm in touch with right now who's in Los Angeles who sent me the document that I was telling you about just before. Um, He's up here now with his family. It was himself, his brother and his mother and his father, if we're to believe that, if we are to believe that they're related. I didn't actually check any official documents right there, but they came as a family unit. And um, now they're living here, renting a spot in the U.S. and I guess, you know, eking out some sort of living. But they must have come here with savings in order to make that happen. Right. So, I mean, these people have some money. That's the uh, that's a certainty. Now, where it's coming from, who it's funded by. I mean, we could only speculate on that, but I wouldn't assume that everybody here is totally innocent. I mean, we have to look at this with the most skeptical eye possible just for national security purposes. Yeah, exactly. And and you said it best right there. Like, are they family? We really don't know. So the fact that our government stopped DNA testing to see if there's, you know, if they are family now, that literally sets up an even, uh, even easier process for, let's just say, oh, the cartels have been doing this for years. Like, they bring unaccompanied, not even unaccompanied, they bring just random kids. Why wouldn't Chinese spies do that? Why wouldn't they be like, oh, this is your fake family? And they don't, they're going to do everything they, that they're told to do because we have one of their other family members, you know, held hostage or something. Like, or, I mean, you, we know what goes on in China. They can be threatened with organ harvesting. We can be threatened with um, just taking their entire family and disappearing them. So that is very interesting, the fact that With no DNA testing, that really sets that process up for for failure for America, really. Yeah. I mean, listen, for most Americans, this is just like even larger than the uh, southern border crisis. I mean, just newsflash to everybody. I continue to hear hear two myths that are from the people on the left and the right. Uh, The first myth is that the U.S. is the most powerful country in the world. Mm -hmm. And the second one is that we're the richest country in the world. These are two untrue statements. I mean, we're definitely not the richest country in the world. We're the most broke. We have $32 trillion in debt. It would be the equivalent of if I had a $10 million house and two Ferraris, but I had 20 maxed out credit cards, right? And then everybody thought, well, this is, you know, the richest guy in the town. No, I'm actually the most broke. But that's the state that the U.S. is in. And then our military strength is only a function of that debt and of our world reserve currency status. As soon as that goes away, that's all gone. And so in order to be a military power, you have to be an industrial power. China is an industrial power. They're putting out new coal power plants like every week while we're taking ours down. Taking ours down, exactly. Um, Correct. So, I mean, if we're looking at what's going on here, 
extrapolate this out 50 years, 60 years, we're the country that's now surrounded by Chinese military bases, uh, not the other way around with China being surrounded by ours and South Korea and Japan and such. That's yeah. the way this is going. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. And I mean, we've had bases all over the world for so long. And the way we've been bullying people, uh, countries are starting to, to take notice and really get offended and take defense against us. So it's only a matter of time before that ideology of what we've been doing happens to us. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, people get tired of bullies. And if we keep doing what we're doing, keep false flagging, you know, putting people into false wars, getting all these innocent people killed, just like, you know, we're doing in Ukraine right now, um, just having to do with wars we have no business being in. I really think that's going to end up biting us in the ass. I really, really think so. Um, as far as the Chinese troops, man, I, that's I honestly they're buying land in, in America now. They're trying to be, you know, the biggest, you know, landowners. They're, they're running up there with Bill Gates. So I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, I, I really don't have a good feeling with China being this close to the United States. Um, I mean, there you go. That's every day. Imagine uh, that many Chinese people coming in every day. Are they on our side? I really hope so. I got one more segment with the great Anthony Rubin on the other side. Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it. So we've made our own. And it says political prisoner. With an image of President Trump, the shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high-quality shirt. Red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024. It's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll free 888 We have three original, one of a kind toothpaste designed by my father, a dentist at InfoWarsStore.com that don't have fillers, that are filled with high-quality essential oils and more. We have the turmeric toothpaste, we have the ultimate tooth whitening with coral calcium toothpaste, and we have the amazing activated charcoal toothpaste, again, with a whole bunch of key essential oils that are so good, not just for your teeth and your gums, but your whole mouth, your throat, and more. These are really game-changing toothpaste. They're very, very strong. Most over-the-counter toothpaste have fluoride, ours don't. And it doesn't have fillers in it. It is just chock full of incredible things that God gave us through Mother Nature. So it's now back in stock. It became a bestseller. The turmeric toothpaste is available again at InfoWarsStore.com. We're selling out of the tooth whitening toothpaste. We've got some of that left. And we also have some of the amazing activated charcoal toothpaste in stock, but it's running out as well. So all three toothpastes in stock for a limited time, InfoWarsStore.com. Com forward slash show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Attention, all shoppers, attention, yeah. all shoppers. Yeah. 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 There's a cleanup yeah. on every aisle. Yeah. Yeah. Target is targeting yeah. your kids. Yeah. They put a
That is the site for my guest, Anthony Rubin. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have not checked that out, please do. He has been on the ground what, for how, what, I want to say months now, year? You've been, you've been covering this for a long time. We've gone all the way to the Darien Gap. Once again, another man in the arena who's actually making a difference and getting out there, tip of the spear type action. And we really, really appreciate that, Anthony. We know how hard it is. We know how much energy, how much everything that takes. I mean, you need, you need, there's so much planning. I mean, a lot of it is God's work, ha- having to be in the right place at the right time, knowing where to be, and just just putting so much energy into this. And once again, man, it's, it's very, very, very much appreciated. So I do have a couple more questions here before I let you go. And I did kind of realize something while we were having this conversation. It seems like they started sending, sending these people country by country. And it's never been such a melting pot as it is now. But the way they ramped it up, I mean, just thinking about this, I have it, you know, one to five. It, of course, it started with Mexico. Then it went to the Congolese during the whole Ebola scare. Um, then it went to, you know, further of uh, Latin America. We got Guatemala. We got um, Chile. We got, you know, every, they're coming from everywhere in South America. Then we went to war. And they're coming from Ukraine. And then now we're dealing with, you know, a massive amount of Chinese. And a lot of these places, I feel like, would hate America for what we've done. It's like, they're, are they sending these people to for revenge? And they think that they're going to just bring down the system and get the system that we've been fighting for? You know, are they helping bring in the digital currency, you know, the tracking devices? But why do you think that they have been sending them country by country and, you know, about along the lines of whenever there's a pandemic. You know, why, do, why do you think that, that our government is doing that? Why do I think our government? Listen, I mean, there's, okay, just to be clear, there's a lot of Chinese coming over right now, but the flood of people, it's coming from everywhere. So while, you know, I did happen to put a magnifying glass on the Chinese men that are coming up here, uh, that is still just one subsection. For example, when I was down in Yuba, there was tons of people crossing over there that were from Uzbekistan. I mean, what kind of loyalties does a person from Uzbekistan have? I'm not I'm not entirely sure. I mean, they were once part of the USSR, right? The Uzbek Soviet Socialist Republic. That's what they once were until, I think, 1991. Now they're Uzbekistan. But, I mean, there's plenty of people there that speak Russian. Now, I'm not trying to be some, uh, you know, Russian scare guy, right? Oh, we got to worry about Russia. But I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying. Um, who knows what kind of loyalties they have? They could be used and be weaponized against us. Who knows? Um, Now, as far as why it's happening, it's very clear why it's happening, uh, because this is a post-industrial world we are moving into. This is what Klaus Schwab talks about. This is what Agenda 2030 and the Great Reset is all about. It's all about dissolving sovereign nation states because we have too much power. And people like you and myself, homegrown Americans, as a matter of fact, not enough homegrown Americans feel this way, but a lot of homegrown Americans understand the ideas of liberty and free markets and individualism. And unfortunately, if you want to live in a post-industrial world, uh, corporate technocracy, we are in the way of that. And so the way that you get us out of the way is you just wash us out with all these people that are coming in from the third world that have no idea of these concepts. It's not that they can't learn the concepts, but that's just not in their cultural background. So we get washed out. Then you basically replace us with all of these people that don't demand much. They take all these menial labor jobs. And on top of that, you build AI and an elite managerial class. And um, then you have a corporate technocracy, and that's what it's all about. That is the end goal here. These people are going to be taken advantage of. Oh, 100%. I agree, man. And you said it right, replacement. It's a key word right there, replacement. That's what they want, ladies and gentlemen. 
the great migration replacement and substitute migrant for illegal alien. That's literally just an invasion. They're sending these people an invasion. And the reason I brought it up country by country, because now it seems like we are 100 percent. You said they're coming from everywhere. It is a giant melting pot right now. And it's like they I feel like they were just adding people. Oh, let's see if we can get away with this. Oh, yeah. Keep, you know, they got that route set up. And I think that's really what it was. They can really only set up one route at a time. And I think it was just a progression of how things go. And it's gotten to the point to where now we don't know what is what and why these people are here other than what they tell us, which is they're migrants, which are lies, and they're seeking asylum, which they're lies. Yep. So, yep. Uh, you know, go ahead, I'm go sorry ahead. to interrupt. No, no, go ahead. I go just ahead. want to add this important piece of information. Uh, like I was saying before in this document that I have here that I'm translating, if we're talking about asylum, in this document, it says, or at least it alludes to, what you should tell the immigration officer when you're claiming asylum. Right. And it says, like, if you don't say the appropriate things, if you don't say this and that, you're probably not going to be granted asylum. Well, we don't know. They're telling the truth. Who knows? Exactly. And how do they how do they know what to say? Like what? How does that government know what to say to our government when they get here? You know what I mean? That's correlation. It has to be. It has to be correlation. There has to be communication of the process of what's going on at the border. They're all so everybody that's on the way up here, not everybody, but a lot of people that are on the way up here, they're already in networks with other people that are trekking up here and in the same networks of people that have already made it across. Now, there's there's public Facebook groups that you could find where uh, they're openly talking about smuggling people through the Darien Gap. And you could go on there. You could join. I'm in some of them right now. And um, you, you join these groups and you say, hey, I want to cross through the Darien Gap. And they'll come back and they'll give you a price. And they'll say, you know, we need to meet here. We're going to take you across. It's going to take this amount of time. This and that. Um, you could find through those same groups other people who are then in WhatsApp groups and WeChat groups who are sharing all sorts of information back and forth. Here's why I got to the U.S. Here's where I crossed over. Here's what I said. And so it's all common knowledge if you just investigate and you can get your foot in the door into some of these groups. The rest of it is easy. As long as you have some money and you're able to pay your way through, I mean, you will find your way up here and you will get the information that you need very, very easily. Yeah, that's... See, that, that's a very scary part to me, that, that how mobilized they've made this for everybody. The ease of access to America right now is ridiculous. And it's a joke to everybody. Like Nobody nobody wants to address it. And they just think that it's something that's going to get swept under the rug and go away. Like, no, it's, it's not going to go away. So with this uh, minute and a half we have left, Anthony, I need you to tell me how you think we can stop this. And then tell everybody where to find you and how to find you. How I think we could stop this is what I say every time. You have to understand the situation. You can't just look at this and say, oh, there's just people coming across the southern borders if they just manifested there and then they cross over. No, I mean, they're coming on a route that's been predefined and preplanned by international organizations. Um, this is a whole entire planned operation on behalf of the UN and associated agencies. So that's what people need to understand. And then secondarily, people need to not be afraid to speak the truth and they need to go out if they're if they don't want to speak the truth, then they can at least support patriot organizations such as myself, muckraker.com or infowars.com or anybody that they so choose. Or they could amplify our work. They could share it on Twitter. But you have to do something. If you're just listening to this and you go, oh, this is terrible, but you do nothing. Well, you're, you're not helping to further the cause at all. And, you know, you're just going to at least if we go down, we could go down with a fight. Right. And so that's what everybody needs to do. And so you can find me at muckraker.com. If you want to support my operation, I just launched a subscription service. You could sign up $10 a month if you want to support what I'm doing. Uh, I give you access to exclusive content with some of the documents I'm going to release. It. I'm going to be releasing. I think it will be well worth your while. 
um, or don't. That's totally fine. Spread my work, spread the work of InfoWars, or just speak the truth. All of that will be helpful uh, because we're in this together. And this is not about me or muckraker.com. This is about saving the republic. Exactly. It's about saving our country. It's about saving our children. It's about protecting our border. And there's not a, mother, a brother that I'd be glad to have to talk about this today. So thank you very much for joining me. Muckraker.com, Anthony Rubin, everybody. Thank you, sir. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Um, I, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little perturbed about this. I, I am very, very worried about our border. Um, yeah, it's been going on for too long. And when, it, when, when does it, when does the water reach the top and it starts overflowing? I don't know, but we'll see. We got plenty of people out there fighting for America we got Anthony Rubin, our next guest, Natalie Denise, somebody else that's been in the trenches, is a female. So, guys, you know, you take some notes, get out there with your camera. You know, that's how I got my job. One, uh, one of the stories I broke was Congolese, you know, breaking down the migrants. I got, I went out there with the camera, just me and a friend. I was like, oh, wow, this was this was this easy. And just don't be scared. You just have to get out there. And well, I have to say this all the time, would not be here in this chair, grateful Gratefully, without you, ladies and gentlemen, without you shopping at InfoWarsStore.com, without you buying the products, spreading our links, doing everything you can just for us. And you know, we have a sale right now, Brain Force Ultra and Brain Force Plus. These are amazing, amazing products. I do not come on air without them when I am on air and I do not come to work. I get here, take two. Take some Ultra. I, I do double dip. <laughs> I do. And I got some bone broth in my coffee. And I am good to go. Come 3 o'clock, might be some Turbo Force going in there. Might be some Turbo Force in coffee. You know, might make me a Dale Earnhardt. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. But InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect in the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com cern is an acronym that translates to european council for nuclear research but has since moved on to studying particle physics. And even though they invented the internet in 1989, they are most famous for their 666 logo, a video of a woman being ritually sacrificed on CERN grounds at the altar of Shiva, the Hindu god of destruction, and for potentially destroying the universe. 
Multiple lawsuits have been filed to stop CERN's particle collider in fear that it could destroy the Earth, which revealed to the public that CERN is a sovereign entity outside the jurisdiction of the courts, so they can do whatever they want. What is it that they're doing? It has to do with high-velocity counter-rotational spin, which was first documented in Nazi Germany's most secret program, Die Glock, the bell. According to surviving documents, the bell was somehow affecting time and space. The most distinctive aspect of the bell was high-velocity counter-rotational spin, also known as torsion physics. Many are concerned that CERN is attempting to open a portal into another dimension that will allow demonic entities to enter ours. This was blatantly portrayed six years ago in a pagan ritual to celebrate the opening of the Gothard Tunnel, just east of CERN. The dimension they would be attempting to open is already somewhat accessible. Do you hear voices in your head? If you do, then you likely know it's best to keep that to yourself, because a doctor will tell you that you're a schizophrenic. Modern psychiatry calls these voices auditory hallucinations, and even though a whopping 1% of the world's population suffers from schizophrenia, there isn't much research. But after 30 years of working closely with the criminally insane, Jerry Marzinski has noticed that the voices talking to these schizophrenics are all saying the same things. There is a distinct, predictable pattern. The voices are exclusively generating negative emotion, leaving the patient physically and emotionally drained. The voices are always pulling a person away from God or anything positive. The voices are always a call to action, instructing the person to either hurt themselves or hurt someone else which is probably why the voices always rebel against the drugs that are prescribed for schizophrenia. These drugs make a person comatose, and the voices want you to do things. Marzinski believes that schizophrenics are being attacked by non-physical entities that he calls energy parasites because they feed off of negative energy. And in practically every case, the victim has experienced severe trauma usually sexual trauma, which explains why the voices tell people to traumatize others. These demons want more victims. According to the ancient Gnostics, who referred to these entities as archons, they are destructive, sadistic beings who control the earth via the thoughts of humans. Voices in the head. This explains the rampant pedophilia we are seeing today and the incestuous inbreeding of royal bloodlines. These energy parasites need traumatized people to feed upon. Perhaps some of the thoughts in our own mind are not our own. Most schizophrenics claim that this is the case, but are told by doctors that they are crazy. Doctors who only give them lobotomies, electroshock, and drugs. And Marzinski has only seen schizophrenics recover once they start seeing these voices as an external entity. They then realize that they can actually resist them, and the voices go away. And so, while CERN is a great mystery and a concern, the demons from another dimension may already be here, in our thoughts. 
So it's a good thing we all have free will. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Natalie Denise joining us on the other side, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. Second hour of the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Yes, Brain Force, Brain Force, Brain Force. Get you some, ladies and gentlemen. My next guest is the one and the only Natalie Denise. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know about Natalie Denise, she's been on the show quite a bit over the past year. I met her about two years ago, going on three now. And ever since I met her at the We Awaken tour, she's just been on point. She's been out in the trenches. And once again, I can't I say woman in the arena. I can't say man in the arena. So definitely one of the, the pioneers of our border exposure. And a lot of people don't know, Nellie's been all the way in there. She's tried to recruit people to get out of the system that the cartels have, you know, got built in Houston and, and surrounding areas. She's been down to the border over the past year multiple times. So, Natalie, I'd like to thank you for joining me today. How are you? It's been a, it's been a little while since uh, we talked, and I get to inter- in, actually interview you now. Yeah, for sure. I'm doing good. How are you doing, Rob? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm a little uh, I'm a little perturbed. That's my favorite word today is perturbed. Um, I just finished interviewing Anthony Rubin on the border, and he you know filled me in on a lot of stuff that's going on. And you were down yeah. there a couple of weeks ago. So you want to explain to me what, what you saw and to the audience of, of how things have been going over the past year? Yeah, for sure. So I'll kind of start off with the past year. I think that's more appropriate and then kind of com- in comparison to what I recently witnessed. So, you know, in the in the past few years, actually, um, you know, I've been to several parts of the breach breach points at the border uh, in the southernmost parts of Texas, in the westernmost parts of Texas. So I've seen a pretty diverse uh, amount of crossings, right? Um, I I would say like about two years ago in 2021, uh, mostly you saw a lot of um, disorganization within BP. You think you saw disorganization now. There's a lot more disorganization about two years ago. Uh, A lot uh, I would say there's a lot more children that were crossed uh, between the last two years um, observationally with single adult males uh, where they were brazen. They would just bring over these uh, young girl, these children, I mean, little girls, uh, and they they would bring multiple kids to one single adult male. I think anybody who hears that would uh, automatically know what's up right with that situation. And so, you know, the, the, I've seen so many different scenarios where I've seen even National Guard um, become more lax to these crossings, to these situations. I've seen BP do the same thing. I've seen great BP. I've seen great uh, National Guard. But unfortunately, you know, those orders come from the top down. And so, you know, uh, we've been able, uh, because I do go with a militia, Patriots for America militia, we have been able to go uh, afford ourselves to be able to uh, see different 
breach points. And uh, up until recently, it's gotten really restrictive. Uh, and I'll bring you to my recent visit. So uh, just a couple weeks ago, I was uh, in the Eagle Pass area. And, you know, uh, there was an actual operation going on. And I was pleasantly surprised about it. Um, you know, you hear that you know, Abbott say over and over again, you're in Texas, you understand, you've seen this as well, where Abbott promises these things to secure the border, secure, you know, uh, the the measures of the people coming over. And it just hasn't seemed like it's anything's been happening, right? And so uh, recently, there was actual DPS, there was Texas DPS, there was Florida DPS, there was National Guard BP all working in tandem together. They were even in the water with the boats a couple weeks ago. So um, weird to say, but it actually seems like there is something being done. I don't know if maybe they felt a lot of fire under their butt because of what has trans uh, uh, transpired over the last five years, or I'm sorry, the last recent years. But um, yeah, I, I guess it just became more intense once Title 42 expired on itself. And do you think that that was a show a little bit? Or do you think that, you know, because Biden went down there, Ted Cruz went down there, you know, it was a, a kind of a period of time where con politicians were constantly making visits. Do you think that was kind of for show or do, do you really, well, from what you saw, does it, you make it, do you think they're actually trying to make a difference in what they're doing? Uh, you know, I actually uh, have a, a reporter, a reporter colleague. Her name is Tiffany Roberts. Uh, she's with Univision, and she was actually uh, there to hopefully, uh, you know, film a story of what we do. But because of how restricted we were uh, at that trip, uh, she actually gained uh, exclusive access to, the, you know, the border whilst this operation, Operation Lone Star, was uh, conducted. And uh, I asked her, I was like, Tiffany, well, did you see any crossings whatsoever? And it, this is one of the most active breach points uh, right by Piedras Negras uh, and Eagle Pass. Usually there's always some sort of crossing uh, in, in that stretch of land. And she said there was absolutely nobody that was crossing. So with that type of feedback and information, I would imagine that, hey, this is what y'all should have been doing for the past couple years is securing the boiler, actually putting, you know, resources at the border, what we should have been doing this entire time. So I, I definitely, I'm, it's a, it's, I'm actually pleasure to say that it's working, right? It is deterring a lot of crossings uh, by securing our border, by putting uh, personnel and resources there where they should have been all along. So I'm happy to see it work. I, 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 I honestly, truth be told. That's good. That's good. That gives me, it makes me feel a little bit better because uh, when what I was talking, what we covered with Anthony Rubin, it was very, very, uh, didn't seem like there was uh, sunlight at the end of that tunnel. And, uh, you know, it's good for the American people to hear that, you know, their government or portions of their government are actually standing up and trying to save the country. Because, I mean, you said it best earlier that two years ago, there was more disorganization. So, right. With that being said and then the amount of kids that have been you know coming over i felt like they were catering to the younger people like they're doing in america because you know mm -hmm. it's easier to say you got to get them young to kind of build them up and make them hate america to the point to where when it was time for, to mobilize them they would do that but i don't really think that's going to happen especially if people start standing up 
And they we just embrace these people and be like, look how great America is. I think we can kind right. of minimize minimize the the risk of these people, you know, taking advantage of America. Oh yeah. I mean, listen and see that's uh, let me back up a little bit because um one part of my story also was that they were so restrictive. So, you know, part of Eagle Pass, we it's it's a public park, right? So they had a they have a golf course. It's supposed to be op- an open parking lot. Anybody can drive in. Well, it was so restricted that they they stopped it. If you would be considered a trespasser, uh, you know, and you would be detained and arrested if you passed that point at a public park. Now, the thing that's a little bit weird about the situation that just it doesn't completely put me at rest about it is uh, there are stipulations like, oh well, if you have you know a golf pass at this this Eagle Pass golf course, which is right on the border, by the way, you can come, you can come to and golf. You know? <laughs> so, so golfers can go, but reporters can't freedom of the press can't. Right. So there's something still a little bit fishy about it. I'm not saying like that. This is completely discrediting the entire operation, but you know, there are little aspects like that, that are kind of, you know, there's little loopholes that you wonder why they're right. there. Right, right. So, uh, so if I can go get a golf pass, right? So I could go in with my iPhone and, and onto the golf course and do what I would, you know, usually do while uh, I'm I there. Think, I think you should go in, into uh, get a golf pass, do a Veritas style report. You know, get some practice some golf yes. swings. You know what I mean? Get you a exactly. You know, I, I think I think a camera that can necklace. Be, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you want on a, a, a driver? You know what I'm saying? A golf club that you could just turn around. But that's that's yeah, crazy. Go ahead, go ahead, continue. I, I do want to address the latter part of your question. So uh, you mentioned something about, um, you know, the the children crossing. Can you repeat yeah. the the last yeah, part yeah. of your do question? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that they will be able to mobilize these children that they're bringing over to the point to where ah. they will turn on America? Well, we do have we have twenty seconds left. Hold that thought. We'll get to that okay, on the other well. side of here, and we're also going to get into some culture stuff because I know that's your forte, and there's been a lot going on in the past two weeks. You got a lot of videos on that at NatalieDenise.com, NatalieDenise on YouTube. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. But before we go to break, please remember, we're listener-supported. We're not subscriber-based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com, and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because the current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine, incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity, every cell in the body, it's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine, taking it out of the diet. You need it, they put the bad halogens in to block the iodine and the chlorine, the fluoride, and the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine, true, nascent, on iodine takes your system just to the next level. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. A lot of people have asked me, why is Infowarsstore and Infowars Life not had a probiotic for more than three years? And the answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. 
Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics, it's something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic because I think you're going to have an amazing effect and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high quality formula and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. Yes, America, keep on trucking. We're going to keep trucking through this interview here. The last segment with Natalie Denise, YouTube at Natalie Denise, NatalieDenise.com. And my question to her was if she was confident or what she thought about the children they've been bringing over for years, whether they would be able to be mobilized against us or you think that we'd be able to sweet talk them into converting them into full-blooded patriots what do you think um i think uh, here here is a very specific answer i think first of all we got to make sure our spanish-speaking population is red-pilled enough to mobilize that sort of movement um and that's actually something that i've been thinking about and eyeing especially with the elections next year right um i think that we need a lot of the spanish-speaking uh, population to verbalize and actually illustrate what they're heading into, right? And and this is actually something that I've uh, been able to communicate to some migrants. I mean, th- this is like fractional, right? This is like a one grain of sand amongst an ocean or a world of, of grains of sand, right? But talking to some of the migrants as they come out over the border, because the thing is like, we do have to understand, and I think that this is something a little bit uh, more unpopular to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. We have to understand that some of these people are deserving of asylum, okay? Like the Cubans and the Venezuelans, people don't understand what it is to live in a society where they have to eat their pet, right, to get by or uh, eat, eat, eat things that are unconventional to us in America, right? Eat the some bugs. Eat the bugs, right? Like, so some people are, um, you know, they're not, they're, they're not empathetic to some situations. Now, not all situations deserve asylum. I mean, uh, so that's my balance. That's my balanced response to that. Um, but taking it back to the the answer, I know I always go on tangents, but yes, I do think that that is possible. I think the most effective way to do that is to communicate and illustrate that what they are heading into with this regime is the same thing that they're fleeing. If you can help them understand that, then they become uh, more. I guess, motivated to, uh, you know, vote a certain way or to have a certain perspective. The only downfall to that thought is the fact that a lot of the, um, I mean, it's like our media, the Spanish media, Telemundo, Inuvision, a lot of times, majority of the time, although there are sprinkled in good people who work there, but a lot of the time their content is very left-leaning, very liberal-based. So that's that's the other part that, um, you know, if that were ever to become a mobilization to maybe red pill the Spanish speaking community and the migrants, that is what they're up against as well as the mainstream media in Spanish. So I think, but here's the thing, like 
by speaking to some of these people, especially like uh, Venezuelans, Cubans, you know, people who are fleeing from these type of, uh, you know, very authoritarian uh, regimes, they understand and they're 100% like on board, like we promised we're never going to vote Democrat. We understand what we're coming into. Some of them are even uh, Trump supporters, uh, as ironic as that sounds. So, so I think optimism. it's very possible. Yeah, there's yeah, optimism. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Absolutely. Well, good. I like to hear that. You're bringing me good border news. I appreciate that. Uh huh. No worries. So we are going to flip the script a little bit. And the last time we were here, last time you were in Austin, I we had this conversation. And I'm going to read this headline. Read this headline first, and then I'm going to bring back the question that that I asked you back then that sparked our debate. So okay. this is from the Conservative Review. It says. Confidential Pfizer document shows the company observed 1.6 million adverse events covering nearly every organ system. So there's no doubt that we've had a lot of reactions. 1.6 has been reported from the vaccine. And Mm -hmm. so my question to you then was, do you still support Trump after he pushed the vaccines? And your answer was yes. And with everything he's been going through now, what he's gone through, what he's let happen, you know, everything that's been on the plate for Trump in general, right. do you still feel the same way? And are you, would you are you still going to vote Trump um, come 2024? 100%. I'm going to vote for Trump in 2024. And uh, I mean, there are a lot of variances and factors as to, um, you know, why people would, you know, uh, use that that particular statistic or that that argue that argument um in reality i mean even even christina pushaw has uh, admitted herself that you know the president didn't have uh, such powers for instance this is just one example to fire fauci for instance um and another thing that i i think is important to uh you know understand is that trump was one guy who went against an entire establishment well, one establishment in particular, that uh, was so swampy that, uh, you know, it, it, it actually took me me to look at the uh, contrast between Donald Trump and everything else that I've ever known to realize what actually was, what was reality, what was actually happening, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, and you see people now, I think you can see the after effects, people who are turning against them, people who are disloyal and, um, you know, that are turning their backs uh, left and right, you know, and it's like it, it, this was the person who actually woke me. Per- I'm just uh, talking about me personally, but maybe a lot of people can re- relate to what I'm saying here. He was the one who opened up a lot of um, windows for me to realize, you know, oh, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. And it's like, you know, an entire uh, entire population is saying, yeah, but you're the worst because you supported vaccines. I'm like, but because of his persona and, and his contrasting demeanor, he also opened up my eyes to a lot of things, including the vaccine. Yeah. Um, and, and and I agree with you. Like I, I don't necessarily agree with the push for vaccines and all that thing. And, um, but at least you know, he I gave us the freedom, right? At least he gave him the freedom of freedom. choice. There was no mandates. I can say one thing for sure. Despite him pushing the vaccines, guess who's unvaccinated? This girl, right here, <laughs> yes. you know what I mean. So True it's that. like we had it's the freedom to choice. to choose, and despite yeah. his push, you have the mentality, you have the angst, and you have the volition to ch- make your own choice. And I feel like people need the strength to do that as well, right? So, I mean, 
that's that's my answer. I think he mm-hmm. wo- woke up a lot of people, and uh, I think it's disloyal for people to uh, turn their back on him when he was the person to wake a lot of people up to a lot of several uh, to several swampy industries. I agree. Um, I have a different alternative, a uh, different ideology on voting now. So I do support Trump. In the meantime, voting, I'm not sure. I don't really trust it. But I do have mm-hmm. one more question before we send you on your way and, and we plug you. There's this, you know, the White House had some action going on last week. What did you think? Did you did you like the the action that went out the White House? I I know oh, you, I know <laughs> you were dying to be there with these people, weren't you? Oh man, I mean maybe to maybe to deliver some of these people, oh. right? Because uh, I I think a lot of man, it, I, honestly these people make me sad to be honest with you. My heart's change a lot, a lot, a lot of times it, it should provoke anger because they're doing a lot of this stuff in front of kids. They're uh, dancing yeah. in front of kids and saying, you know, no, we're not. We're just being ourselves. But when really all of this is seeping into our mainstream culture, how is it that our mainstream culture now has a, uh, 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 made one, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's yeah. like now we have people who feel so emboldened to do things like this of course this is where we're uh, where we're at hey, um it makes most, me feel a most lot most inclusive more sad white house be- most inclusive white house ever yeah 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 so <laughs> well, it's it's sad thank you for joining me today natalie denise it's been a pleasure thank you very very much until the next time you enjoy keep up your hard work natalie everybody in the short time we have i can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect in the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great, but... Women like pink labels, men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula and it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information. It's 50% off for a limited time. So get your super female vitality for men and women at InfoWarStore.com right now for 50% off and it funds the InfoWar. Super female vitality, 50% off for a limited time at InfoWarStore.com. Well, welcome to this exclusive interview with Band.Video and InfoWarsStore.com, also InfoWars.com. I'm Brian Wilson with Red Pill TV, and today we're going to be talking about the replacement gods. I'm joined by Scotty Mayer, the founder and director of Little Light Studios, a Christ-centered production company dedicated to helping people make healthy media choices, offering an alternative. Their work can be found at LittleLightStudios.tv, including podcasts, interviews, documents, documentaries, news, and reviews of Hollywood movies, mainstream music, and pop culture in general. Today we're going to be talking about their documentary Replacement Gods, which takes a look at the superhero phenomenon taking Hollywood by storm. Are these characters new gods which aim to replace the one true god? One of the things that really struck me from the documentary was the comparison 
of the modern day superheroes with the ancient Greek, Roman, and even pre pagan type gods. Thor, clearly pagan. The Flash, he's Hermes. Uh, Wonder Woman is like a goddess type. Can you uh, expand on these themes? Yeah. So um, when I was doing research, um, Grant Morrison, who wrote for DC Comics for a while, he's kind of the Michael Jordan in the comic book world. Um, there was a documentary that was put out and it was called Super Gods. And um, I, I, when we were doing research, we kind of came across all this this uh, behind the scenes footage of some of the writers and they were all talking about it. And even Grant Morrison, he said, um, in his documentary, Super Gods, uh, he literally said, this is Greek and Roman mythology repackaged. Um, Superman is Zeus. Batman is Hades. Aquaman is Neptune. Flash is Hermes. Um, and it just went down the list. And from that premise, I went, oh, what? Like, these are Greek and Roman gods? And and the stories that intertwined with, with comic books – they even came from Egyptian mythology, Isis, Horus, Set. So I started kind of looking at, at world history and, and trying to understand, like, these stories have a lot of deep connections to some of these mythological characters. Um, and, you know, the Bible, the first commandment is, thou shalt have no other gods before me. And so, you know, analyzing this through a Christian lens I began to go, well, oh, this is just promoting other gods. And it's interesting because nobody will deny to you that Superman is, um, you know, he's got all these parallels to Jesus. He comes from another world. He comes as a baby. Um, when In the 1979 Superman that Christopher Reeves was in, when he's being interviewed by Lois Lane, she asks him, how old are you? He says he's 30 years old, and that's when he came out as Superman, just like Jesus came out when he was 30 years old. Um, the writer of, of that particular 1979 and the director um, of Superman said that they intentionally put the parallels of this being like Jesus. And so that really made me think like, um, well, you know, all these Greek and Roman gods, they all share these kind of, of storylines that really uh, Judaism had. And in fact, a lot of atheists, if you talk to them about world Ladies history and, and world religions, that is they will tell you special that, reports, uh, you know, replacement like, gods by our favorite, one of our favorites, one of our hardest working editors, video editors, cameraman, Brian Wilson, Red Pill TV. And that right there is proof of how they're just inverting our reality, inverting history, changing definitions. And with no further ado, I'd like to introduce Reese, the PSYOP cop here, hardworking fellow info warrior here. Reese, thank you for joining me today. Dude, thank you very much for having me. We've been, uh, we've been planning to do something like this for a long time. You know, we always joke. Rob and I always get into it about just about everything you know life the universe god we do this all the time off air and we've always joked like why don't we just hit record and just get this down or at least put this out there and we have a we have a lot of fun i think we'll have a lot of fun uh, on this show yeah yeah we've gotten and honestly he's one of my best friends i've known him for about two years now he's a brother of mine and we've had some you know conversations where they get a little heated and whether he's mad or i'm mad or and it's it's great dialogue it really really is so, Reese, what brought you to InfoWars? What woke you up and how'd you get here? 
Well, I, um, I'd say I woke up around 2018 uh, when I was living in Hollywood in Los Angeles. And uh, it was just kind of observing all of that wild, wild behavior in the post-election era in such a crazy city that kind of had me asking questions and talking with certain very key people in my life that kind of guided me along that path. And, uh, and then from there, I started listening to just conservative outlets, waking up a little bit, uh, just getting different information sources that was really helpful to just formulating my understanding. And uh, from there, I moved back here to Austin and I listened to Alex. I listened to many others. I continue to do so, but I never was really involved. I was always trying to just figure out what to do for work. Uh, I bounced around a lot of different jobs, nothing to do with this space whatsoever. Uh, did some video editing, manual labor, things like that. And uh, it was in construction. Let them know. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Were building infrastructure. You were out there working your ass off in the Texas it's heat. True. Yep. Oh, yeah, don't take that lightly, ladies and gentlemen. We know what, what y'all do out there in the real world is very, very important. It's hard work, and we appreciate everything that all of y'all do all the time. Definitely. It was it was no joke, and I've worked all sorts of jobs. Construction was one of them, and that was actually the last job I had uh, before joining InfoWars here two years ago, and it wasn't a full pivot. I'd always done some video editing, some on-camera stuff uh, while I was even working construction, uh, but I just... I reached out to someone here who was a friend of mine, and the timing was just right. I proved myself. I cut a few ads, and they liked what they saw, and I came on board two years ago, and it's been just the best ride ever since. This is uh, this has just been a wild, wild ride from the very beginning up to this beginning. present moment, just riding on the battle tank, doing all sorts of crazy stuff I never, ever thought I would call my job. It's been a true blessing in in the greatest sense of the word blessing and i'm really happy to be here it is it's it's a blessing you cannot say that enough and once again ladies and gentlemen you know we wouldn't be able to do this without you guys out there so thank you very much we love you and we have a lot i have a lot of we're gonna get into a lot of culture stuff with reese we're gonna we're gonna shoot the poop i can't cuss on here so um we had everything from ocean gate to the sad demise of the uh, Titanic sub. We got some uh, violent BLM activists charged with the new hate crimes and sexual assault. And she's a female. We got some high school senior goes full Randy Orton. I, I have a lot of stuff to cover here. And we're not, this is not going to be the conventional interview that you saw with the last two. Um, we're going to bring some fun into this. We're going to actually change it up a little bit. And just roasting clown world, man. I mean, doesn't get much better than that. (laughs) (laughs) And all this, everything writes itself. Like we could be comedians just by the headlines that we have to cover. We really, really can. So we are going to get into all of that on the other side. I will say, though, I have Wilson gave me this this very, very uh, interesting um, screenshots here. So. A lot of these names, these are these are Bible important names. We got Adam, Seth, Enos, Canaan. Mahalalil, Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, and Noah. So all of these here, if you actually put these biblical names together, it makes a very, very telling phrase. Basically, man is appointed moral sorrow, but the blessed God shall come down preaching that his death shall bring the despairing rest. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, this is a very, very deep. Uh, what do you want to call this finding? Just um, it's not an acronym. You know, this is it clearly sets the, a path is set in stone for a lot of people. And everybody has a path. Everybody has a purpose. No matter if your podcast reaches five people, if it reaches 10 people, 10,000 to a million. The fact is that you're reaching people and changing lives, no matter what your name is, no matter what you are, no matter what you do. And don't take that lightly because we don't take that lightly. You're changing lives no matter how many people you reach. And we thank you for that and for your ears. But before we go to break, please remember we're listener supported. We're not subscriber based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because at current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine, incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity, every cell in the body. It's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine, taking it out of the diet. You need it. They put the bad halogens in to block the iodine and the chlorine, the fluoride, and the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine. True nascent. On iodine takes your system just to the next level. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. The eugenicists, over 100 years ago, were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions and coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Listen, all you New Yorkers. Owen Schroeder is innocent. Owen Schroeder is innocent. He's getting more time. If he gets any, I, no, he's getting more of everything than Hunter Biden will ever get. And calling somebody privileged because they are white is judging someone by the color of their skin. Uh, it's kind of obvious, but apparently liberal America does not understand that at all. Um, you had a, a great point in, 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 the, in the break. We're just going to start off with this. How long does Biden have left? Like, this dude is literally a walking corpse. Like, 
I, I don't understand. There's no more strings, just robots. I don't understand what's going on with this guy. I, I, dude, I don't know either, man. I'm amazed he's even made it this far. I remember the main talking point for a while was, oh, at any point, they're just going to pull the plug on him and Camel is going to come right in there and just take everything over. But that, that doesn't appear to be their strategy anymore. So I, there, it seems like they're just humiliating him at this point. On it's purpose. Really, yeah. yeah. I, th- yeah. I think it's one of the humiliation rituals. Like he's on his last leg, he's gonna you know we, let's just let's just see how how much we can de- demoralize him. Let's just I mean it's not like he has any morals in the first place. I, I've always thought that if I were in the press corps or was otherwise in front of him and able to ask him a question as a reporter, and he called on me or whatever, I would I would ask him, Hey Biden, what's what's seven times eight? <laughs> it's like. Just ask him a simple math question. Hey, Biden, what's 11 times 8? Give him an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he wouldn't... It's, it's a win-win. Like, if he refuses to do that, then, okay, why? it's a simple math question. Come on, 7 times 8. Just for the crew, 7 times 8 is 56. But <laughs> I agree, man. And I, have you realized, where's Peter Ducey? Peter Ducey oh, has yeah. not asked any questions since he's humiliated both press secretaries. I think both of them. He's done. He's retired. I mean, he's, I mean he could. He literally all. could retire off of his his work that he's done over the past what six, eight months to a year. But it seems like they get rid of everybody that holds anybody accountable. Starting with uh, what's her name, um, Chanel Rion. They were giving her hell. They they would take her chair. They were so petty on the stuff they were oh, doing yeah. to these to these people. And now you know she's gone. Deucey's gone. There was one reporter who was asking some some actual questions, and you know you can tell more more, more reporters are actually starting to, to speak up just a little bit. But this dude is done. This dude is gone. This dude can barely walk. He's falling around every day. He's pooping in his pants. He can't talk. I don't I don't understand how America is okay with any of this that's going on. I have no idea, Reese. What what is the angle that I've gotten from the liberals that I know in my life, and I'm sure a lot of people in our audience can relate as well, is that when it comes to the question or the idea of Biden, they clam up quick. Yep. Every time I've brought up Biden, every time I've shown them one of our clips on our website, our compilations of Biden just just drooling in his, his Cheerios, <laughs> you know, they don't they they the conversation oh okay okay we're pivoting now all of a sudden let's just let's just talk about something else all of a sudden it's everybody even the most diehard died in the wool democrats knows that this guy's a complete embarrassment and it's been like that for his entire presidency and i'll just go back on what i said earlier i do i really do think it's just a humiliation ritual at this point and they do that a lot that is one of their ammos they uh they do it to all the black actors. You got to wear a dress. They do it to mm-hmm. white actors. You have to wear a dress. The gay mafia. Yeah, it's there's, their, there's, a, there's a gay mafia in, in, in hip hop in Hollywood. Joe, oh, Fat Joe exposed that. Um, it's it's literally we become the, the clown show of the world, of the actual world. It's to the point where other world leaders are like, guys, if y'all don't bring Trump back, y'all are done. Like I think it was a uh, Urban has an article somewhere. It is. <clears throat> Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban says Trump is the one man who could end Rush end Russia Ukraine war, which shouldn't have been a starter anyways. We've we've 
there was plenty of documents that uh, they tried to uh, sign before this happened. And us as the United States were like, nope, you're not doing that. The lunacy has just gotten gotten crazy. And um, dude, I have plenty more of this lunacy stuff. What do, you, yeah, what do you got over there? I've got over here on the subject of humiliation ritual. Yeah, dude, there's no shortage. There's no shortage of things to talk <laughs> this about. This one blew today. my mind. It's, this one blew my it's mind. It's crazy. Um, on the subject kind of tangentially of, of humiliation rituals, this is kind of what I think this might be. And I want your take on this. This upcoming Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg duke out cage fight, whatever you want to call it. What do you think of this? I don't, me personally, I'm a little suspicious. It seems, it seems, like I said, it seems like it could be some weird public humiliation ritual. One of them's going to walk out with the Illuminati black eye, maybe, you know, they, maybe this is their way of, of one of them getting the famous black eye. It just seems so fake. It just seems so. And why? Yeah, exactly. Why? Why is this and happening now of I, all time? I can, I can tell you all why. Times. I thought about this right when I saw it. It's more division. This is literally, Elon has taken over Twitter and changed Twitter and turned it into what it is. Zuckerberg is losing his grip on Meta. Meta is failing. No one wants, look at Apple basically mimicked Meta's uh, virtual reality because they failed. And it's so much probably more expensive, but it's failing. Zuckerberg is on his way. It's not like he doesn't have enough money as it is, but Meta itself is failing and Twitter is successful right now. So that's basically they're putting Elon on the right and they're putting Zuckerberg has always been on the left. That's just now it's like, well, you're going to go to a a rally and be like, oh, I'm on Elon. Oh, Zuckerberg. Oh, you're going to be fighting over something stupid. And it's just it's just like this whole Mayweather wants to fight Jake Paul or Logan mm-hmm. Paul and you know Mayweather fighting all these other things that really don't matter. They're gonna it's gonna make a lot of money. It's gonna be televised, gonna be pay per view, and like you said, who knows what actually comes out of it? Yeah, it's when you say televised, the thing I get out of this is it just seems like a pay per view extravaganza, bread and circuses. It just seems like it's a distraction for something. I think. Obviously, you can you can still be entertained by the spectacle, even if it's engineered, even if it's fake, even if it's something else entirely. If this really does go down, there's no doubt it's going to be entertaining. So I think if you approach this whole thing with the lens of, yeah, this is probably coming out right now to cover up for something else, probably financial that's happening right now, as it usually is when it comes to things like this. If you just accept that and know that going going in, I think this is still pretty funny. This is still uh, going to be fun to watch. Probably. I mean, okay. With all that being said, who's your pick? I have, Oh man. See, I've been thinking about that all day. I really think Zuckerberg is a, I actually have ladies and gentlemen, because I think Zuckerberg's kind of a robot. I, I think he like lives off of brain force ultra. Like it's probably running through his veins all the time. And Elon's more of like a white claw guy. Like, ha, I don't really care what, what's going to happen, dude. I'm like twice your size. But honestly, I think it goes back to the money, to the distraction, and to the um, the allure of building up Twitter. And I think they're you know they're making their their spaces better, but I think they're gonna make their their video platform better. And I think it's it's a win win for both of them because it's gonna be Facebook versus Twitter. That's going to be the, the tagline. And then your Twitter's gonna have all this 
uh, marketing. Oh, look, watch live on Twitter. The first ever like fight match. And it's Elon. He's really changing it. He's going to put it to Zuckerberg and Zuckerberg's going to get all the attention and meta. And they're going to air it on Facebook as well. So they're going to be fighting for views and everybody's going to go to everyone because Facebook has slaves. Twitter has slaves. And it's really just a big circle jerk for everybody that's that's involved right here other than us and they're gonna i won't be surprised with how much they're gonna charge for it i know it's not gonna be free is this where they're gonna start it's gonna be something you have to subscribe to or just some some crypto coin or something who knows i'm just imagining that the fight's going on and like zuckerberg's cut man is is like massaging him and he's got the water bottle it's just baby blood (laughs) 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 yeah yeah and uh yeah, that's a good yeah. Are they, are they going to be rules? Like, are they going to be able to to take you know adrenochrome and uh, testosterone? Yeah, adrenochrome. Or, yeah, who you know knows? what's what's going to be. I don't understand what's going to come out of this other than them gaining more money and more attention to their platforms. And for Twitter, yeah. all right, that's cool. It's, it's it, you do have good Twitter news. If you want to expose the new Twitter news in the last, 30 yeah, seconds. in the time we have left, we have some really good news. Um, it looks like Elon is loosening his clutches. On, if you want to put that on the overhead shot, loosening his clutches on our good friend Mike Adams. The Health Ranger has his account back. Mike Adams has his account back. I can finally troll all the libtards on Twitter. Oh, this is such a <laughs> delightful piece of news. My goodness. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is InfoWars, the war room from InfoWarsStore.com. Reese, the Syab Cop, is with us. Stay tuned. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical-slash-supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both. 25% 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operation. 